Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in and once again my shout out to Podbean and I realized all last week I also forgot to shout out Soundtrap which helps me record and edit and add in the music and mix everything and get you this podcast. So thank you both Soundtrap and Podbean. I just want to jump right into it today because I was thinking about the new Miley Cyrus release, Flowers, and how empowering that song has been for so many women and men, and it got me realizing how many other empowering songs are also out there. And just so you know, I am a huge Miley Cyrus fan. She is my guilty pleasure. She is a form of Dolly Parton that just blows me away. I love her talent. I love her voice. I love her aesthetic. I loved her New Year's Eve party way better with Dolly than it was with Pete Davidson. And I just love how she really puts her heart on her sleeve and she really just you know took something that was very special to her that she felt so hurt over and she changed it to empower herself and i know a lot of people are making fun of her dancing but leave the girl alone she feels good and that song is about her ex liam hemsworth and apparently there was some not so great things going on in that marriage and before that 10 years earlier she came out with a wrecking ball which was when they first broke up so i love that people can express their pain through song i mean the most famous breakup song writer i think right now would be taylor swift I mean, we've got Picture to Burn, All Too Well, Dear John, Last Kiss, Forever and Always, You're Not Sorry, Better Than Revenge, The Way I Loved You, my goodness, she just writes and writes and writes and lets it all out, and so many people can relate to these songs, because at some point or another in your life, you have felt something where these songs just tug at emotions. And I've been seeing on TikTok that people are saying, you know, Miley is like a softer version of Alanis Morissette. And because I'm a Gen Xer, I will always love and connect to you ought to know. But we just have different ways of saying things. And that is just one of those songs where, you know, you can't help but just feel the angry energy that you may have been feeling come out of you. You can even go back and feel the feeling you were feeling getting out when that song comes to you. That's how I feel about it. So there's just so many that that through the years have, you know, given us, given us hope. 
like I will survive. Like in 1978, Gloria Gaynor knew we would all survive. There's a story that took place supposedly, this was like the story of legends out on Long Island somewhere that a woman found her soon-to-be husband with the maid of honor, very cliche, on the wedding day. So she called off the wedding and spent the entire time at the reception crying and drinking and singing I Will Survive. Again, it is an urban legend of Long Island. I have no idea if it's true, but that sounds like a very empowering thing to do. I'm with it. I'm for it. I'm there. I can I can dig it. I mean, Ariana Grande, she's got Thank You Next, Adele with Someone Like You. That was definitely like a tearjerker for me. Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. You know, in 2002, I think that that was really a disservice to his relationship with Britney and he really cashed in on that a little too much because she stayed quiet. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Now this song I love because it's very healing. It takes you to a place of strength. And who doesn't love Kelly Clarkson's voice? It's just fantastic. Now, here's a great one. 2008 gives you hell, the All-American Rejects. I mean, I think that for me and for anyone that was going through a hard time at that time, which I was in 2008, that song just cracked me up to the point where I wanted to just leave pictures of myself everywhere so my face would give them hell. Now in 1990, Sinead O'Connor recorded Nothing Compares to You, famously written by Prince or the artist formerly known as Prince, and apparently there was some sort of a scuffle where Sinead O'Connor said that she ran from Prince, she didn't get along with him. She didn't like what he was about, and I don't know if there's any truth to that, but that was her story. Now let's bring it back to 1980 with Joy Divison, Love Will Tear Us Apart. That is a hell of a song if you really want to get into like the soft rock of the 80s. Now... One of my favorites, favorites, is Always On My Mind by Willie Nelson. And this is a 1982 song. And if you ask me, it's probably one of the most romantic songs ever written because Willie Nelson just lets you know that there was love there from the beginning. And it's like, I feel like if you were apart, you would want to go back because that song is just so brilliant and so romantic. Take it back even further to 1965 with You've Lost That Love and Feeling by the Righteous Brothers. And of course, that year they also released The Unchained Melody, which in 1990, so I was just finishing high school, my first year of high school, July 13th of 1990, Ghost came out, and that was when every Gen Xer 
was introduced to the Righteous Brothers, and there we were singing these songs that our parents were like, oh my God, where did you learn that? We're like, Ghost, Patrick Swayze, Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg, Girl, You in Trouble. And then one of the most beautiful songs ever written about a breakup, of course, was written in 1977 by Stevie Nicks with Fleetwood Mac off of the album Rumors, and it's called Silver Springs. This is Stevie's, I guess her feelings on her relationship with Lindsey Buckingham and she said that they were in Maryland somewhere driving under a freeway sign that said Silver Springs and she really loved the name and she wrote the song and she wanted it to be out there more than it was but it became the B-side to Go Your Own Way which is absolutely one of my favorite songs too but it's just so hauntingly beautiful and I love the song if you don't have or have never heard it I should say give a listen because her voice is just incredibly strong and powerful in Silver Springs and we of course can't forget Carly Simon with You're So Vain and absolutely no one is sure to this day who wore the mysterious apricot scarf I don't have any guesses, but I would love to know. Now, of course, we have to talk about both versions of I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton and, of course, by Whitney Houston. And I don't think that there's one that's better than the other. These two women are just too incredible, and they both killed it. Of course, written by Dolly Parton, and I remember watching The Bodyguard and just listening to Whitney Houston hit that note, I thought, man, I wish I could do that, but I can't hit that note. And then Phil Collins, Against All Odds. This is a 1981 love classic. And Mariah Carey gave an amazing cover of this song on her album Rainbow, which came out in 1999. And I guess we cannot talk about Mariah Carey without mentioning We Belong Together. That was her 16th number one hit. She shattered the charts with that back in 2005. I mentioned Sinead O'Connor before and Nothing Compares to You written by Prince, but Purple Rain. Purple Rain is one of those songs where you just feel every emotion in every strum of the guitar string and it just takes you to a place where you just want to like run towards the love you want to run towards you know reuniting same thing with when doves cry you know this music that evokes emotion where your heart your heart chakra gets activated or you're looking to heal where you're looking to take that music and turn any pain you may be feeling 
into something beautiful with chords and lyrics and with the intent, I would say, to share it with others who really are in some way or another going to connect, getting back to flowers, just truly watching the joy of Diane Keaton dancing in her garden to that song just lets us know the power of music. It doesn't matter if the artist is older than us or younger than us, if the artist has passed along or is still here. The fact that they are creating songs, that they are creating music, that they are creating these incredible pieces of work to help us heal on so many levels is to me why music will always be the greatest form of healing. When I paint, when I am trying to create a piece and evoke emotions, I pick a specific genre of music, sometimes even a specific band or song to listen to over and over again to give me the extra inspiration that I need. I use musical artists as muses for my paintings. And one day, I promise I will pick up my guitar and I will get myself a piano and I will start creating my own music as I have started to write down lyrics and I can still hear things in my head. All music is healing, but because Miley Cyrus has burst open the floodgates and we can't forget Midnight's with Taylor Swift because that was just another self-empowering song where so many people kind of took it, you know, in their own ways, their own interpretations. But thinking about and watching people on social media and how cathartic the song Flowers has been for them and thinking about how back in the day how cathartic Go Your Own Way and You Oughta Know was for me that there will always be a new artist and a new song out there that will take you to a place of healing And that's a big part of the spiritual journey. You know, I love my 80s and 90s music. I will never give it up. But I've begun to realize that in order to understand the world we live in today, I truly need to start listening to the current music because that is what pulls you into this era. Oh my God, era's tour. See, Taylor Swift, it's all coming back around. If you let go of a lot of your beliefs that hold you back, but you keep your memories, your traditions, and your nostalgia, and you're open enough to move forward with intent to learn and grow in the spiritual journey and when you realize that yeah these these generations are all different but 
in the end, we're all looking for the same thing, which is just health, wealth, happiness, and some other good music that will inspire us. I think that's a great way to connect. So yeah, the song Flowers made me think of all the other healing songs in the world, and I got quite inspired to bring you this podcast. So with that, I am going to leave you with this episode. Thanks for tuning into Messy Closet, and don't forget to keep art and keep love alive.